0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, January 14th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Omniflix, in the spotlight on the Fish Market Academy from Switchio and Demex and Nitron, hosted by Chev. Let's take a listen.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to In the Spotlight. We are here with CJ from uh, Switchio Labs and Demex Exchange. Um, they have quite a bit going on over there, uh, really exciting stuff going on. And they'll be launching a video with Omniflix TV um, in, in advance of, uh, or in support of their um, new money market exchange on the Cosmos. This is one of the most unique exchanges that I've ever seen. It actually is a DEX that supports uh, multiple ecosystems. Um, so we've got CJ here to talk a little bit more about it um and i'm very much looking forward to this conversation cj how are you thank you for waking up extremely early for me
2: hey no worries happy to be here i actually woke up a little bit earlier than i thought so if we're gonna do this in the future again i can actually stick to your original timing <laughs> actually but yeah happy to be here and thanks everyone for coming in oh no,
1: thank you really we really appreciate you joining us um so really excited to learn more about the project i think um Like I said, this is one of the most unique uh, crypto exchanges that I've ever seen, Um, you know, and it's it's when I first was uh, introduced to you, I I was surprised, you know, just how little you had heard about the this exchange, you know, until recently when you've um, kind of amplified it and the nitrons come out now, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about too. But um, it was kind of the the unseen and unheard exchange that was building up in the background in the cosmos
2: yeah so um just a quick introduction for myself so I'm, I'm cj uh i joined switcho in 2021 as a research analyst and i'm now head of research business and strategies at dmax so our chain uh basically uh, our project started in 2017 so that's about about five years ago uh it was during the bull market when we launched and back then um most blockchains were trying to tailor for all of their features and services because ethereum just wasn't ready to scale it wasn't like right now where you have l2s and you can have fast transactions and cheap costs and all that back then ethereum wasn't really ready so most uh devs were are building their own and switcho uh which was what we were called back then was also building our own and it was called switcho because it meant switch neo so we were the first ever neo-based exchange that was created uh and we basically was uh doing a lot of transactions uh in the new ecosystem Um, and how we move over into the cosmos is because uh we actually have this vision of having a truly decentralized exchange and we can't be a truly decentralized exchange if we are only doing um exchanges between tokens on the new ecosystem so we discovered the Cosmos ecosystem and the Cosmos SDK, and it really uh, suited all of our needs on being a truly decentralized exchange that can talk to many different blockchains, uh, and we decided to move over uh, in 2020. 20, 2021, we pivoted over onto Cosmos and became a, a truly multi chain ecosystem and joined the IBC gang with others like like Osmosis. Uh, now we have so many other club decks. So, uh, in hindsight, it was a great move. Uh, the Cosmos ecosystem is now really thriving. There's so many new chains, new depths appearing, and it's just overall a pretty pretty fun ecosystem to be in. Yeah. Um, I, I can go on. Um. <laughs>
1: So just a little bit more. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I had myself muted there. Sorry about that. Ah, no. no I, I said uh, I had a chance to go down to Cosmoverse this year, and the, the community is incredible. It's, uh, it's, um, the people are great. The, uh, the projects, and you know, it's different than other ecosystems. It's definitely got a different feel. Um, I had a chance to work with a couple of other um, projects that were you know, in, in large uh, ecosystems like this, but this one's a little bit different.
2: Yeah. So um, DMAX, we try to basically just focus on building the things that we think traders and users in DeFi would want to use. So right now, I think we are the first, um, I think we're one of the first fully permissionless um, clock decks in Cosmos. Um, and then we also launched Perps uh, last year and also a money market. So if I'm not wrong, in terms of uh, in Cosmos, we are the only... Pub decks with uh, a money market inbuilt and you can but you can also provide liquidity with like an AMM, something that DeFi users are familiar with. While at the same time, if you come from a centralized exchange or you are like a market maker, you can also provide um uh, your market making using beats and ask. So we try to serve um there's something for everyone at DMAX. Yeah, basically. what I thought
1: was really interesting is the way that you can basically create a perpetual contract you know with any token that you want um how do, how do you guys how does that work exactly
2: so for us right now uh, in terms of spot it's fully permissionless uh, anyone can create a market, uh, can create a liquidity pool for the spot markets. So that's not something that has to go through like a team. You just, I uh, think doesn't have to go through us or anyone, you just create the the markets so on our platform. It's really easy. Uh, I just did one recently Um, for like the extra USDC and USDC pair, it can be done in less than a minute. Uh, for perps, because there are oracles involved, there, there has to be uh, liquidations. So that has to go through um, a little bit more effort on the engineering to make sure that our oracle is robust. So for those who are not familiar, uh our Oracle is custom made um to really feed the needs of, of the post that we launch. Uh it's all it's like twop and all that, but for more interesting assets like liquid stake derivatives, there are multiple uh, price feeds that we pull from to ensure that the price is more reliable so that it's not just um it's not sub- so easily susceptible to manipulation or price oracle attacks. Do you got- uh, but for perks. Uh, yeah, if, if anyone wants to list perps, uh, just let us know and uh, we can come up with the oracle for it as well.
1: So you guys, do you guys, um, when you um, launch a new market onto the, onto the perp exchange, h- how do you guys fill the order books? Is it, um, is it just market makers or is it, you know, is it just all um, you know, organically filled?
2: So right now we work with market makers and primarily also our own market making engine where we would use uh, Nitron as a hedging mechanism. So that's why Nitron is uh, really integral to uh, what we are building, because whenever we launch a perp, we typically want to launch the Nitron money market first. So users will come and provide liquidity, uh, more, more like they will supply the asset. And then we can use this asset and borrow against a uh, borrow it, and then we can hedge it by selling it. If there are people that want to go short, if there are people that want to go long, then we just basically um sorry, if people want to go long, uh we will, we have the hedge. It. If people want to go short, we can we will just buy it. So we we remain delta neutral, and any other market makers can use the same um basically formula to be delta neutral with the help of nitron as well. So that's how we remain uh, market make uh, delta neutral while market making our own um, perps. And this can be done for any other perps uh, as long as there is a money market for it, even if there's no other uh, exchange or derivatives that support that particular asset. Wow, that's
1: incredible. Um, so how much does it cost to launch a, uh, let's say, you know, I, I, I find Demex and I go on and I want to open a new perpetual contract for Omniflix when, uh, when our token launches, how, how would I go about doing that?
2: So basically you just approach us and then, uh, we'll start up a money market, uh, for the Omnifix token. And once we have sufficient, um, supply, uh, sufficient assets being supplied, then we can start to turn on the market making bot. And in terms of the pricing, uh, I have to check with the engineering team on, on, because we don't do that as a service at the moment, but that's definitely something that can be done as a service. Uh, so I'll have to get back to you on that, but definitely a, a great idea in terms of allowing more, um more tokens and more ecosystems to launch perps. Well, on I'm, I'm sorry,
1: was there like a, a fee that you have to pay uh, to do it permissionlessly?
2: So right now um, for both Nitron and the perp, you can't do it fully permissionlessly. Uh, we are moving to on-chain governance. Uh, but because of the nature of having liquidations, and for the money market, we have to make sure that all assets listed has sufficient liquidity. Because if there is a like a crisis in the market, we want to make sure that all assets have sufficient liquidity to be liquidated. If not there will be bad, bad debt incurring on the money market then on the perp side we want to make sure that there is sufficient liquidity to be in, in case like there's a huge order we have to liquidate that uh, on the, on our books as well so those are some of the things we have to make sure it fits all of our criteria before we can launch them but we are moving towards on-chain governance so all of this can be decided by the community uh, eventually as well
1: gotcha all right. Well, thank you for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I found, uh, switch.io back when, uh, you know, I was staking Neo years back, uh, probably 2018. Uh, if I think if, if I'm, if I'm correct is when you guys came onto the scene, or maybe it was even 2017, um, it was 17 or 18. 2017 was when we started. 2017. Um, so when back then. I remember you could basically, you you acted like a bridge between Neo and Ethereum, uh, primarily correct.
2: Yeah, we were the first-ever atomic swaps uh, between NEO and Ethereum.
1: Gotcha. And so you, but at that point you guys had like a, you had a full-fledged exchange that was kind of, uh, it was already integrated into the NEO wallet, if I remember. And uh, directly on there, you know, you could, you could could trade your gas, you could trade your NEO and any other tokens in the ecosystem. Uh, And it seemed like you guys were ahead of your time. Um, What, what then um, was, what then was the switch to Demex?
2: So we wanted to ensure interchain uh, operability, or basically, want to make sure that we can continue to talk to all of the new chains that are appearing. And uh, if we look at what's um, happening with, with crypto in general right now, all the chains are being able to talk to each other uh, in a in a really great and seamless way more and more. And what we did back then with Neo, we basically built our own um, SDK, if you were to think of it in in that way. And that meant that it's, every time you want to build a new connection with another chain, we have to do a lot of effort to just talk to the chain to do atomic swaps and it will not be composable we can't just have like permissionlessly being able to uh, relay information to uh, any other chain uh, as easily as we could if we were on the cosmos ecosystem where creating a relay with another chain is something that can be done um in like just an hour so um the the push towards being on the cosmos really is trying to make sure that we future-proof ourselves and ensure that we are always going to be um, able to adapt to uh, any other chains that appear in the future thanks to the the basically the awesomeness of the cosmos sdk
1: well that is a that is a ringing endorsement of the cosmos sdk if i've ever heard one um so the the what was the biggest challenge that you guys had to overcome uh in that pro- in that transition so i think
2: we took about a year so that was one of the, our biggest engineering challenge. Uh, most of the time spent in 2019 to 2020, I think, um, was basically recoding our entire code base over onto the Cosmos SDK. And uh, it was a huge engineering challenge. Basically, all hands were on, on deck for like the entire year, trying to uh, rebuild the entire code base to fit the Cosmos SDK um but it's it's worth it because we are now part of the the i b c we are not i b c enabled part of the i b c gang and we are popping up relayers with other chains basically every week so it it's been a it's been a great move in hindsight
1: i i agree with you and what uh what what is the utility of the switch token within the ecosystem like how does that um what what does that trigger or what does that uh fuel i should say
2: so the most exciting part about this, the Switch token, uh, or we call it SWIFT now, uh, is that we are essentially a real yield chain. So all all transactions that happen on the blockchain, um, depending on whether it's like a trading trading transaction or whether it's a money market transaction, uh, it all intrinsically um, has a small percent that would go back to SWIFT stakers, uh, basically creating a sort of real yield. So as more users uh, interact on DMAX or on carbon in general, whether they are trading, whether they are doing uh, lending and borrowing, some of the fees will automatically go to swift stakers. And that's one of the biggest use case. So if you think we're going to have a lot of activity, a lot of volume, our perps are going to attract a lot of traders over, and you think people are going to trade and maybe they get liquidated, or maybe they make a lot of money, every single thing, um, uh, whatever result in fees going to Swift stakers, which is very in line with the real yield narrative that we are hearing nowadays. So that's one of the biggest um, um use case of the Swift Swiss token. We are about 80% um circulated, uh, so we don't have a lot of a lot of inflation left. It's a five-year inflation schedule and we are about, um, about five years in already as well. So it's going to essentially become a real yield chain with no inflation uh, very soon. Uh, so that's one of the main use case and of course if you are interested in like um governance you you will need swift token to basically do proposals um just now i mentioned that you can permissionlessly list any market on the spot uh you do need swift token to to list it as well so it's not completely free you do need a little bit an affordable amount of swift token to to list um any of the spot and in the future when we do like money market and perps being more permissionless being more on-chain you'll need swift tokens to basically do more of this governance so um other ecosystems other protocols if they want to have their assets on nitron or dmax uh, they would want to buy up some swift tokens and basically do uh, proposals to get the community to get their token on board So those are some of the main use cases that people would probably care about. Um, And the the last one is basically, uh, it's going to be used in a lot of our base pairs. So right now on DMAX, a lot of pairs are paired with Swift. But we're creating more utility on top of Swift. So in the future, we we launched our carbon stablecoin recently. And in the future, we're thinking of having it such that Um right now I think you pay you're gonna pay about um it's 0.5% interest rate on our carbon stable coin if you mint it today, but we are raising it to I think 1.5% or two percent in the future. And if you hold Swift and you stake Swift, you basically bring the cost of the the interest fee down, all the way down to possibly like zero point um. A few percent, like 0.5, one, zero point five. I'm not sure yet. So that's that's going to create more utility and intrinsic value to the SWIFT um SWIFT ecosystem and SWIFT stakers. So these are some of the use cases that we think uh, people will care about, and we continuously try to build more utility on top of it.
1: So that's a um a very subliminal message that you might want to hold some Switch tokens uh, at some point in the near future before uh, it takes off, and you know you, you, once it's off to the moon, you can't really uh you can't really catch on. But um, the, the really interesting thing that you said there, the carbon, the carbon stable coin that you guys uh, have launched, how does the token Carbon, uh, which is now the name of the Switchio token, it, do you think that, um, that it kind of gets a little confusing with, uh, with the different names? Um, yeah, I can
2: definitely see how it's uh, confusing. So for, for those in the audience, uh, let me just clarify. So Switcho is the name of the development company. For regulatory reasons, uh, we couldn't use back the same Switcho name as our exchange. So the basically the company and the exchange, it is not recommended to be the exact same name for regulatory reasons. Uh, so that's why we, we rebranded to Carbon uh, in, I think, 2020 or 2021 as we relaunched onto Cosmos. Um, So that's the reason for the rebranding. And DMAX is basically a dApp that is built on top of the Carbon ecosystem. So think of Carbon as Ethereum, and DMAX as basically like Uniswap. It's a dApp that sits on top of the ecosystem. So uh, Carbon is really where all of the technology is. So every time anyone interacts with anything on DMAX, it's actually not um, DMAX that has the technology. DMAX is just the front end user interface that pulls and gets all of the technology from the carbon modules that we created. So that's that's the difference. So um, Nitron is the same as well. Nitron is a whole set of different modules that is created onto the carbon ecosystem. That anybody can use. So, if there are any developers out there listening to this, and you want to have, you want to build on an ecosystem with all of these money market features, are really baked into the ecosystem. Uh, that that's where uh having all of this built onto the blockchain directly is going to be very useful. You don't have to build like new depths with new money market features uh, all over again. You don't have to re- reinvent the wheel. We created all of the core technologies that any depth in the future can tap on whether they, they just want to be a front end user interface, like similar to DMX and Nitron, or whether they, they want to build other stuff on top of um, the core modules that we have created.
1: Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Um, now, so you can build any any financial application on top of the infrastructure that you guys have built with um, And is Nitron like the first, uh, the first installment of that on your end on, on the project's end?
2: yeah so uh, our f- actually our very first installment is the the trading trading modules where you can um, trade permissionlessly and we have our own like liquidation engine for for perps and things like that so those were the first few cost set of modules and then we started to branch off to more financial products so as we all know lending and borrowing is one of the biggest market in all of um basically the world so having a our our money market uh, or having money market modules, or in our case, the theoretical term is CDP (collateralized debt position). Uh, this module, this whole set of modules, is the natural next step for for us as a financial-focused uh, app chain. Um, and yeah, we're going to continue to build up uh, really interesting uh, core modules that a lot of interesting depths can be built on uh, on top as well.
1: That's that's great. I mean, it's a it's a huge asset to the. Cosmos ecosystem, uh, and I think once people start to find that there's like all this utility that's available within this, uh, within this relatively, uh, to some degree, I think you'd, you'd admit as well, it's uh, still much growing and uh, relatively unknown in the Cosmos ecosystem by a lot of people since uh, Osmosis and uh, even Kujira tend to get like you know the, the top billing for whatever reason. But you guys have built um, a lot of things that that neither of those exchanges can offer to the community.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a good sign in, in a sense. Um, so one of our issues was the lack of marketing. So we are really ramping it up this year. Uh, so my mission is that by hopefully by the middle of this year, uh, I will do so many Twitter spaces, so many podcasts, so many videos that m- most people in Cosmos would have heard of us. So that's what I'm really pushing for. Uh, and looking at Osmosis and Kujua, they're doing a lot of things that are things that we have done before. So this is like a good uh, indicator that we have been doing the right things all along. And that's why uh, others are also following something really similar to what we have been building. So it's a, it's a vote of confidence for us. I
1: would agree. Um, And you, you mentioned that you, you'll make so many videos. Um, let's learn more about CJ, the individual. Um, I know you're you're, from my interactions with you. You're, you know, you have a very interesting uh, background. You also do a lot uh, of videography uh, for the purposes of educating people about about cryptocurrency and uh, blockchain technology. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about you and how you came to be with Switchio?
2: Yeah, for sure. So I started off as a business student before I started uh, set off to do my own animation studio, because I kind of like motion graphics as a way of communicating ideas and messages. So I uh, created and ran my own animation studio for about uh, six to seven years before I jumped into crypto in, in 2020. So that's when the DeFi, uh, the first DeFi summer started. Yeah, uh, there were a lot of like food tokens. Uh, there was like Uniswap that first launch, got the airdrop. It was pretty exciting, and basically been through uh all of the the major DeFi crises and events from 2020 so everything that that everyone's going through we've been through it um from 2020 the team has been through it from 2017 so they have been through a crypto winter and they are very well prepared to go through another crypto winter um this time around if if it were to happen again there is a lot of runway so we're going to keep building throughout the winter and this time around we're going to keep going um doing things aggressively as well as to market aggressively whether it's winter or whether it's the bull market we're just going to keep hustling and hopefully. hopefully. Hopefully, um, when the bull market comes back, we're going to be a lot more popular, and we're going to have a lot more partnerships, a lot more users coming on board, and things will finally start to fly um, in the way that we want them to. I
1: I would, I would bet on you guys. Uh, You guys have been around, and you know that's a lot like us. We've been through two bull, uh, two bear markets, and we're we're still here, uh, you know, in building. So, building is the key. Uh, Now, you guys have a really cool. Uh, promotion running right now with Osmo perps. Uh, Osmo also just got listed on KuCoin. So that's brought a lot of attention to the ecosystem, I'm sure. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the welcome bonus and the trading competition that's going on with Osmo?
2: yeah so every time we launch a new perp uh we likely also launch a some kind of event whether it's a bonus whether it's a competition so osmo club is just one of the many uh events and perps that we're going to be launching so right now if you are a trader especially if you trade on osmosis uh as in you trade the osmo token on osmosis then you definitely want to try out dmax because we're giving i think um free 30 dollars usdc 20 or 30 dollars Uh, to the first 100 registered users and it's really easy to register Uh, you just go on the dmax and you basically do a tweet and then you just make three simple trades, and you are registered so you're going to get twenty dollars if you're the first hundred to sign up and if you are afraid of losing money uh, then this is really the best time to try it because uh, you basically get up to thirty dollars rebate if you were to lose money so if you lose um twenty dollars we give you back the twenty dollars uh, but if you lose $40, we just give you up to a maximum of $30. So it's still pretty good. You you won't get this uh, anywhere else at the moment, I believe. And uh, we hope that this is going to make traders feel uh, more more daring in terms of trying out uh, trading on DMAX uh and we're gonna try to basically you know everyone's like rewarding the winners but the winners are already making money right so why do we what do you want to reward people who are already making money so let's let's turn it around and reward people that that lost some money because i have been uh, liquidated before i trade at very frequently and it 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 sucks and it's really painful to lose money so it's nice if the exchange would actually like pay me a little bit to to lose money and um one of the things that we're going to be doing next is like a liquidation um competition so see who can get liquidated the highest amount and basically they will win some money as well so sort of to encourage some friendly liquidations. Obviously, please everyone trade with uh, amounts that they are willing to to lose, uh, or they can afford to trade with. It's just like in in good fun to sort of have like a liquidation event. We turn something that's a little bit um scary into something a little bit more fun. Hopefully, with this um liquidation um event that we're gonna have coming out soon so the Osmo Perp one is um, the losers rebate so that's really straightforward if you lose money up to $30 we will give it back to you uh, and if you're just trading uh, and you win and you register right uh, you keep whatever you win and you get the $30 um, registration bonus whether you win or you lose so that's something that's going on right now uh, all the way till I believe the end of January so if you haven't tried, it's it's free to try, and you can just um come and come and try and get the free registration registration bonus. And I think
1: it's also important to note, though, for people that want to just throw you know fifteen grand in there and tank it to try to win the competition, you do win more if you hit the uh, if you hit your your uh, bet or investment, whatever you want to call it. Um, you do win more. If, you, if it goes in the direction that you suggest it goes. So you don't want to try to tank the 15K uh, in, 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 intentionally because you know, you'll, you'll make more on the other side. So just to keep that in mind, everybody. Um, now, when you have the, uh, the new promotion out there like that, is that something that um, you know? do you think people will think that that they um, what I, the way I was trying to say that probably wouldn't work? Let's rephrase that. The new promotion to bring uh, light to a new perp that launches on the decks. Um, do you think that that will serve to bring in uh, additional volume to the exchange, I imagine? And then when that happens, how do you keep them?
2: Yeah, so definitely doing these kind of events uh, will lead to more adoption of our platform than not having any events. And we are still doing a lot of um, tracking. So we are, we are spending a lot of our um, time trying to come up with more tracking mechanisms so that we can track uh, our marketing efforts better, our campaign efforts better. So that's one of the things that we are doing. But obviously having these campaigns uh, has resulted in growth, in a steady growth uh, of users. So they are working to a certain extent. So that's good. And in terms of how we could try to keep them, like as we mentioned, we have a lot of different features uh, that other dexes currently do not provide. And hopefully, this uh, campaign will grab the attention of them. They will come over. They will try it out, and then they'll realize, hey, there's a lot of cool things here that I can't do elsewhere. Uh, and hopefully, they will stay and they will continue to try out the all of the things that we have to offer. I, I think, like I mentioned, we are the only money market perp dex. Uh, in one, so there is a lot of synergy that you can essentially do uh, with having a having two depths on a single platform that you can't do if they are separated. So there are more composability features that we are building, um, and in the future there will be stronger synergies between all of the depths that we are building. And money market and Perp decks is just um, two of the things. There is so many more things that we are building that would improve the synergy um, on between using DMAX versus using another DEX that is just focused on being a DEX.
1: And so how do you guys um, like the one thing that I've uh, that I've noticed in trading on different exchanges and I do trade quite a bit. um, Let's you know, if you want to learn about a new token that, that is listed on there. Most of the exchanges uh, don't really provide you with, um, you know, details about the project and, you know, in depth in terms of, like, um, research. Is that anything that you guys, is that something that, because I know you said you're a researcher um, there, is that something that you guys provide in terms of the projects that you list? Is there, like, a place where I can go on uh, on Demex that, uh, you know, teaches me about the projects?
2: Yeah, so that's a really good point. It's funny that you bring this up because someone in our community also brought up the same point, I think, last night. So that's something that we are definitely going to look into implementing. Uh, it's it's very feasible, so it's not going to be a technical challenge to do, Uh, it's just going to be how accurate or how extensive the information about the token is going to be. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely something that we're going to implement uh, as soon as we can.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think that would be um, really big, especially for people that are new to the space and, you know, they don't really know what they're investing in and they just see a bunch of different tickers and i think that would definitely add some uh at least some knowledge and people will be trading with knowledge rather than uh you know emotions uh which is always you know it helps to not lose money when you're trading when you're trading with information
2: definitely yeah so i i have been pushing out all kinds of research reports uh on on the Switcho blog. So I I think it makes a lot of sense for us to sort of link some of these tokens to the Switcho blog, uh, this this valuation analysis that I do on tokens. Uh, Of course, none of them are financial advice, uh, but I think if we were to standardize their format, and have them um, beside like a token, like they will have the little eye for information beside them and then users can click and then will go to this um, research article that I do with um, my, my insights and valuation analysis. It will give um, traders more confidence in, in trading it, but hopefully uh, everyone does their own due diligence and their own reports, uh sorry, their own research. Uh, and that hopefully will give them even more confidence to trade and have more conviction Uh, But that's definitely an idea that we definitely want to push out
1: and uh, so I do follow you on Twitter and I saw that you dropped a little bit of alpha that you um, that you that you hinted at giving some information about tonight and I myself trade on Arbitrum quite a bit. I use right now. I use um, And this is not an endorsement of the project, but I use mux network for that Um, So will I be able to use Demex in the future?
2: Uh, yeah. So uh, a uh, for those in the audience who are not familiar, is basically um a GMX uh I think it's GMX fork, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh so it's it's really interesting uh mechanism between what they what they've created. It's not like a regular perpetual because what's happening behind the scenes is that it's just a when you enter a trade, they just mark your oracle price. And then when you exit, they just see the oracle price again and then Whatever the difference is, uh, you take from the liquidity providers, uh, in this case, like GLP. And there's actually no uh, need for an order book or no slippage because there's no, there are no trades actually being done um, when you enter a trade. That's why there's no slippage. Uh, that's a really interesting concept that we are really exploring hard uh, on DMAX as well. So we might hopefully be, uh, launching something similar where you can get zero slippage, deep liquidity, um, perps on, on DMAX. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, but that is, that is one of the alpha, but not the alpha that I wanted to share. So that's like a deep alpha, right? <laughs> alpha that I didn't even want to share, but I'm sharing now. Um, the, the alpha that I was wanting to share regarding Arbitrum is that, so for those who do not know, we are now the first, um, first DEX on Cosmos to directly link to Arbitrum. And that means that we can import uh, all of the Arbitrum assets from your favorite GMX, GLP to um, DOPEX uh, or the other Arbitrum depths. So that's going to happen on our money market, uh, which is going to be the first. But there is no other money market in all of crypto right now that accepts GMX or GLP as um, lending and borrowing. GLP had one on Loadstar, but then something happened. So they, they, they didn't do it anymore. So we will be the first and we are creating our own, um, carbon GLP, which is a auto compounding, uh, GLP, which will then bring it over onto uh, DMAX. So if you love GLP and you have GLP and you want to leverage up on that, you can basically deposit your auto compounding GLP. So what auto compounding means is that all of the fees that you earn, right, from all of the uh, trades that happen on GMX it goes into the fees that you can claim. Uh, and our GLP basically auto claims that for you every six hours and buys back GLP. So it grows in value over time. So one year from now, it's going to be like one, uh, one carbon GLP uh, is going to be worth more than one GLP, essentially. So you can deposit that in our money market and borrow um, stable coins against that. And then you can buy more GLP, essentially allowing you to leverage long GLP. Um, that's not all. That's, I, I, I think we are also going to um, launch the first um, GLP PURP. So if you are really bullish on GLP, you think all of the fees will just keep getting higher, then you can go leverage long on GLP like any other PUP.
1: Oh, wow um that's really interesting so uh, one thing i noticed that was unique about mux is that if i get liquidated there i don't lose all my money they actually give you some back do you um is that something that um you guys see as a viable model or that uh, is an improvement over the way that things operate right now in ter- in typical dexes or is that or is that how it works on um at, on demx as well or will it be typically um you know like baseline if you get it liquidated you lose all your uh, your whole investment
2: yeah so liquidations on dexes in general is very different from liquidations on a sex uh, on dex, usually uh, there is a bo borrowing power, um, or like a health factor of sort. Uh, and as it approaches um below one, then you start to get liquidated. So uh, on that, basically, um, it's usually partial liquidations that happen and then you get stopped out so partial liquidations means in fact you do not lose the entire sum that you put in it's just basically the system uh, feels that your position is too risky uh, in terms of the, the leverage that you're using because leverage just basically means the system is giving you money um that you don't don't own so once they feel that you are not able to return back the money because you are losing a lot or the amount that you are losing is it's essentially equal or near the collateral that you have given the system then they will close off your position and this often means that it's just a partial liquidation and you don't lose your whole sum um yeah usually
1: understood uh thank you for thank you for clarifying that um now on the flip side we have Also, um, and I just mentioned I follow you on Twitter and you have some very interesting investment advice for people, and again, you're not a financial advisor, so um, take it with a grain of salt, people. Um, But you were very correct on a lot of your picks that you've been putting out recently. Um, Most recently, I think you um, you said that uh, Stride was undervalued and that uh, went bonkers overnight and yeah, you know, how do you um how do you evaluate uh projects as a researcher? Like what are the things that you look at?
2: Okay, so first of all, I have to put a disclaimer for um Stride was actually an Oracle price um error, cause on CoinGecko they pull from multiple sources, including Injective. And Injective, I think their spot market is really wonky. So there was a mispricing in the Oracle on CoinGecko. Uh so it's actually didn't run bonkers up 170% in, in overnight. Um it is still up over 30, 40% from when I posted my valuation analysis though. So it's still up quite a good, uh quite a good sum. Um yeah, so basically I try to do in terms of my valuation, I try to do uh traditional um analytics on on how I evaluate protocols from a business and revenue standpoint. So one of the most common metrics that I would use is a price to sales ratio. Basically, how expensive is this token in regards to how much money it's actually making, and that's one of the one of the more fundamental ways I I determine whether a token is under or overvalued. Uh, and of course, I look at many other metrics like what is the total addressable market that this uh, token can capture? What is the growth potential? Like, is it just starting out or is it already established and has taken the market share that it can t- possibly take already? So these are all of the factors that I look at uh, and uh, I will try to put it in my report and I'll compare with its competitors. So like for Strike's case, I will compare with Lido uh and i will give like a valuation um analysis on both of them and i'll let the users decide what they feel makes sense whether it's fairly valued undervalued or overvalued in regards to its own uh fundamental numbers as well as in regards to its uh, competitors whether they are from another chain or whether they are from the same uh, ecosystem
1: that's very interesting um now is that like um does that is that basically your your strategy around how you invest or um how you decide which which projects you want to invest in as a as an investor investing for himself um and you use those same metrics to to rationalize your investments
2: yeah I think at the end of the day um if if a protocol, if a project makes revenue like cohort real yield and not inflationary yield then uh the worst case scenario is that. We will try to launch a governance proposal asking the protocol to give some of the real yield back to its token holders similar to how in a company they would ask the company to give dividends back to its shareholders Uh, and if the revenue that they make um is substantially like significant compared to the amount that i paid for the token or for the share then yeah it makes sense
1: exactly um now Take going back to the exchange, uh, Demex. Now, for the liquidity pools on there, uh, do you guys have you know the ability for projects that list on there to add incentives or add additional rewards to people that fund the liquidity pool? Uh,
2: so that's a really good question. Uh, we do not actually have the module that allow for external incentives right now, but we are building it. So when we first launched, uh, we didn't think uh, there would be a lot of demand from other protocols to provide incentives on our LPs. Uh, but that that totally changed this year. We have a lot of protocols approaching us, wanting to provide um, their tokens, wanting to list their tokens, and provide their own incentives uh, on our platform. Um, so that's something that we are trying to quickly build, so that we can start listing a lot more uh, protocols with their own incentives. Uh, but right now on Nitron, the money market, we, we did build that incentive. So anyone can, uh, any protocol who is listening to this and you want to provide uh, incentive, your own incentive onto the money market side, that can be done today. It's just for the liquidity pools, uh, that's going to need some time for us to build Are it up. Are there
1: any, uh, I was just going to get back to the money markets. Are there any, any, any new partnerships that you've established with, the, with Nitron?
2: Yeah, so uh, GMX is one of the new partnerships that we are in the process of establishing. Uh, we are going to bring on board their GLP token as well as their GMX token so that users and holders of GLP and GMX can start to unlock liquidity and basically borrow against their tokens so that they can have, well, greater leverage in a and sense. And what's
1: the uh, the cost to borrow? Is it uh, over-collateralized? over-collateralized?
2: So everything on DMAX, uh, sorry, everything on money on the on the money market uh, is over collateralized so that we don't run into bad debt scenario. Uh, and in terms of the exact parameters of the like the LTV, the liquidation threshold, all that, those are all still being discussed. Um but we, we might start it um slow and steady because we are after all the very first one. So there's no need to be too competitive on
1: that. Understood. Um, and now you mentioned briefly, uh, the new, uh, coin and things like that, but there's actually a lot more that you guys are, um, that you guys are putting out in the near future. Um, the, C- the CGLP, the Delta neutral vaults, uh, RWA, um, liquid staked ether. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about these new, um, features that are going to be coming out on DEMEX?
2: yeah so there's a lot of a lot to unpack right now so i'll start off with um cglp which i mentioned earlier it's um basically auto compounded glp so right now um let's say i am a this is real i am a massive um back holder of glp uh it has done quite well and the sad thing is I, i can't really do anything with it apart from it just sitting there and i collect fees every now and then it would be awesome if I can deposit that into a money market uh, so that I can borrow against it and hopefully sorry, sorry. basically buy more GLP. Just for people
1: that might not know what GLP is, could you just explain what that is?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so GLP is a liquidity token uh, from the GMX protocol, which is also a, a derivative a perpetual DEX where you can go long and short uh, various tokens with no slippage. Um, and you're able to do this because on every trade that you do, there is a liquidity provider on the other side, basically acting as the counterparty or, or the house that will accept every trade that you do and be the counterparty and be the opposite side of the trade. So liquidity providers um, will have this token called GLP that they can buy if they want to become these liquidity providers. And uh, you basically earn about, I think right now it's 20 or 30% APR a year because um whenever someone loses money right you get a, a percent of their losses as well the, the like the, the opposite is true if, some, if someone makes money um you also lose some of the money to them but we all know that um traders in general net traders like if you take all of the traders combined they lose money 80 percent of the time so that's why glp uh, makes money 80 percent of the time and it's basically like a casino that you can own So, you know, casino always makes money uh, over time as long as there's a nonstop amount of traders or hopefully not so sophisticated traders, right? And being able to go leverage long on this uh, or basically just borrowing against this casino token that you hold uh, allows you to unlock more liquidity, unlock more capital for you to do other things with. So with Nitron, you, you can do that. You can deposit your GLP token, which is like the the casino token, uh, and borrow against it, so that you can do more, more stuff in in DeFi.
1: I see. That's that's a lot. That is a lot to unpack. Um, now, you guys have been building uh, for quite some time, um, and that is very much in the spirit of um, you know I'm sure trying to bring people features that you know other exchanges don't. What's something that you guys, um, you know, are are really excited about, or what's what's the feature that's new that you guys are most excited about? So I, I think
2: um, that there is a lot of uh, features that we are thinking of building, and there are also a lot of different types of users that we are looking to attract. Uh, whether it's tra- traders have their own set of features that we are building um People that just want passive and stable yields. There are also a whole set of trade uh, features that we are building for that. um So I'm just going to go a little bit into them. Um, yeah. So uh, for for the liquidity providers or people that want stable yields, uh, which I think is going to be something popular during like this. But I mean, I don't know if we are still in a bear market. But assuming we are still in a bear market, people want stable yields. So delta neutral vaults are something that we are building uh, really soon and that what that means is that you basically uh will deposit um like a stable coin uh, we're gonna we're gonna start off with the uh, our own carbon stable coin first to create utility and demand for it and it will basically do really simple delta neutral strategy so delta neutral means that whether the market goes up or goes down you're still making money so one of the strategies is just going to be we, we are all familiar that um liquid-stake atom is earning about 20% a year. So we'll just, we'll borrow atom, we we'll use the USC collateral, borrow atom, and then we will stake it, or we will swap it into a liquid-stake atom, earning 20% a year against its atom counterpart. So in a sense, that's like a 20% um, APY, um, if you don't factor in the capital inefficiency. So that, that's one of the upcoming Delta Neutral vaults that we are building, but we're gonna build a lot of different kinds of delta neutral vaults uh so that users can have an easy way. Like after they, they trade, they make some money, they don't want their money to just sit there ideally. They can deposit some of this into this delta neutral vault, um, which hopefully can slowly earn them some passive income as well. So that'll pretty much
1: that'll um, pretty much be um yeah. a a financial instrument that uh that generates income or that generates profit, I should say whether or not the asset goes down but if it goes down too much i imagine that they would they would incur some loss right
2: um on the contrary actually uh if the asset goes up too much then there is a chance of liquidation um or they will have to top up a little bit more stablecoin but there's no loss um if they whether the asset goes up or down uh, as long as they close the the vault oh wow Uh, yeah so Uh, Just to elaborate, you would think that if ATOM goes down too much, you would be losing um, money. But because you borrowed ATOM, you are actually short ATOM. You are betting that ATOM goes down. Uh, But because you hold a liquid stake ATOM, uh, it goes up in value just from the staking rewards about 16 to 30% a year based on its white paper. And that's basically the yield that you are generating. Uh, but you have to also minus the borrowing fee for borrowing ATOM. So all in all, it's going to be net positive whether it goes up or down. But there is a caveat. If liquid stake ATOM uh, drops down too much, then there is a chance that um, you your position uh, don't make money. Uh, but this is usually uh, often arbitraged away by arbitrageurs Because if liquid stake ATOM is below its true value uh, based on the redemption rate, um, most arbitrageurs will just buy the cheaper liquid stake atom, and then uh they will short atom on another platform. They can short it on DMAX as well in the future, and then they will just go and unstake the liquid stake atom back into normal atom, uh, at a higher um higher amount of atom based on the redemption rate. So it's a risk free profit for arbitrageurs. So over time, naturally, um liquid stake versions, uh, the LSDs, will always go up in value. And case in point, if you look at ST Osmo, if anyone has the chart uh, right now, you'll see that there was this whale that sold a huge amount of ST Osmo uh, all the way down to dropping by about um, 10, 15, I think 15%. Um, So ST Osmo was actually 15% undervalued against Osmo, which doesn't make sense because ST Osmo grows in value over time. And if you look at it today right now, I'm looking at the chart, uh, it went it went all the way back to being uh worth four percent more than Osmo. So over time, um, it it just goes up, and whenever there is a depeg situation, very quickly arbitragers will come in to arbitrage it. Uh, assuming there's no like like some insane black swan crisis that's happening. So that that's a that's a disclaimer.
1: Oh wow, that's fascinating. I did not know that. That's uh that's really interesting. I'll have to look more into that. That's, um, that's a very interesting strategy there. Um, so now, leading up to uh, the, the reason that you know you came and partnered with OmniFlix, um, one of those reasons was OmniFlix TV. Uh, you guys are going to be launching a video campaign on there on January 23rd, if I'm correct. Um, what is that campaign going to be about? And what are you guys looking to um, promote? And will there be any rewards tied to the campaign?
2: Yeah, definitely. So uh, like we mentioned, we need to do a lot more marketing this year. So the, our Omniflex uh, campaign uh, is one of our, um uh, basically, our attempts at getting our brand awareness to be increased in the Cosmos ecosystem. So it's just going to be about what DMAX is about. And hopefully, um, people will watch it, know how we are different from other dexes, other other club DEXs, other PERP DEXs. Uh, and there will be some really simple quiz answers that they will answer, and if uh, they answer all correctly, then there will be a wallet with some SWIFT token straight into their uh, capital wallet. So that's that's the idea.
1: Awesome, and I'm sure uh, people will, after you, after you uh, said what you said earlier in the show, I think people will be swarming to that campaign for sure. Um, now, last thing, I'll give you a chance to um, pretty much say what you'd like. Uh, this is a, um, and I'll open it up to the community as well. If the community has any questions for you, uh, to bring them in here. If you, if you want to ask a question to CJ, feel free to request and I'll bring you guys right up. And, um, and I'll give you a chance to just, uh, you know, end with whatever it is that you'd like to share about the project, what you'd like people to know, anything that you think we missed uh, that you want to share with the community. Um, now is your opportunity to do that. And in the meantime, we'll get some people up here, hopefully to ask you some questions.
2: Um, yeah, if, if there's any questions that anyone wants to ask me, just feel free to, to ask me now. I, I'm, uh, you can also reach out to uh, us on Twitter at 0xcarbon. Um, my profile is at Fish Market Academy. So that's because I have a YouTube channel where I teach people how to fish for gains. So that's why it's called Fish Market Academy. Uh, it's mainly like a DeFi farming um, channel. <laughs> um yeah i i don't think i mean we, we mentioned a lot about uh all sorts of things today so that's pretty awesome uh, and and there's just so much more that we can talk about and so much more that dmex is building uh we're, we're going to come out with um a much better trading um ui um as well as trading strategies that you can't find on any decks right now so if you go on to like uh, a centralized exchange. You will see, like, they have a lot of different cool, like, automated trading strategies. Uh, especially like on KuCoin, for example. So those are some of the things that we are building. Uh, and our our ethos. Uh, our objective is basically we want to be like have all of the cool features that centralized exchange have, and also all of the cool features that DeFi have but none of the issues that centralized exchanges have so it's all always fully non-custodial you always have full control of your assets but you're going to have uh full access to all of the features that both cfi and DeFi have so that's our our vision and if you think that sounds interesting then try out our platform um and yeah that's basically what I, I had to say yeah, and
1: uh, just a quick question for you as well so with the um, you mentioned that you want to have some of the features that um, that centralized exchanges have are you guys um, doing anything to bring on like influencers or um, you know people that are professional traders that um, you know have have YouTube channels that you know try to educate the community on trading and things like that are you guys uh, recruiting any people like that to um, help onboard people to the community? And um, also like, are, are people able to create their own competitions on the platform or is that something that you guys are building?
2: So great question on the first part, uh, that's actually something we're going to launch really soon. So this is also another alpha. farm uh, We're going to launch a referral system. So uh, if you are a trader uh, and you have a community and you want them to try out uh, DMAX, there's a referral code that you can use. And you you basically, um, they get a kickback, you get a kickback. So it's a win-win. Uh, and we're going to approach um, as many influencers that we can that wants to use our DMAX referral code for their community. Uh I'm probably gonna be one of them. I'll start my own uh trading channel that will talk about trading on Dmax and then I'll be also sharing that referral code as well. Um so that's definitely something that is going to come very soon. The the module is already live. Uh, we're just um sorting out the front-end interface so that it's easy to create and share. Um on the second part, whether anyone can create competition, that's actually a really awesome idea. Uh, and that's something that I'll bring back to the team and um, we'll discuss. Uh, for those who do not know, um, our team um, it's it's quite big. So I mean, it's not like super big, but we have about um, twenty people in the company. So we're not like a, um, a really really tiny protocol, uh, and we are building um, nonstop since twenty seventeen. So if you are wondering whether like are we are we going to be around, uh, how experienced we are, so hopefully that answers your question a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really important uh, these days, you know, especially with everything going around, going on in the space. Um, it's very important that the community has staying power and that the people that are using your platform can trust that you're gonna be there when they wake up in the morning. Um, but even more so, the fact that, you know, everyone has custody over their assets when they're trading on Demex is, uh, is a huge, huge, uh, a huge difference than centralized exchanges where, you know, you have things like uh, FTX
2: yeah, exactly. It's it's a huge um. Never let a good uh good crisis go to waste, right? So actually, after FTX, we have a a lot more user sign up. So it's it's a good thing that happened to the DeFi ecosystem. Uh, but it's, it wasn't a good thing that happened to crypto in general. But hopefully, uh, we we go past this um eventually.
1: I'm sure we will. Um, you know, every everything people have short memories, especially when there's uh you know good things that come from it. Yeah, definitely. Well, it, uh, I'll open it up again to everybody uh, here. If, you, if if anybody has any questions for CJ, um, please do request to come up and uh, we'll bring you right up. Uh, otherwise we will say thank you to CJ for sharing some information, some al- quite a bit of alpha about MX and the carbon and Switchio ecosystem. Uh, we're really excited that you guys are building in the cosmos and that you guys are um, bridging. And one thing we didn't actually touch on There's another blockchain that you guys support on the platform, uh, Zilliqa, uh, uh, Zilla, correct?
2: Yeah, so uh, just a quick um, intro on, we are a cross-chain dex and we bridge to all kinds of chains, from Ethereum to Binance Smart Chain to Arbitrum, and like you mentioned, um, Zilliqa. Uh, as well as neo so our uh, our original chain that we came from we are also uh, integrated with the neo chain
1: and what's going on with the neo chain right now is that um is that still like a very active project i haven't heard very much from them
2: yeah so um i, I hope no one from neo is listening to this but i'm not very sure what's going on with neo as well uh and in in a sense um that's kind of why it's it was a good choice to move to the cosmos sdk uh and to move into the cosmos ecosystem because it's it's a lot more vibrant and i i just in I think in the future, uh, we're just gonna get more and more vibrant as more and more devs um use the Cosmos SDK, which is an, an awesome tool set for, for any developers to build and launch their own chains in a really short amount of time and can tailor it to their their specific needs. So yeah, the Cosmos um and, and the, the whole ecosystem and technology is just really awesome. Yeah,
1: I, I used to love Neo with the no fees. You know, it was really good to get it off get money off of centralized exchanges in the past when there was no withdrawal fee. Uh, with NEO. So that was definitely one of my favorite tokens to use in the past uh, to to do that. But um, definitely happy that you've chosen to come and build in the cosmos. It is definitely one of the most vibrant ecosystems in the blockchain space. So uh, it doesn't appear that uh, anybody wants to come up and ask you any questions, but I hope that I asked, you know, I hope that means that I just did a good job asking questions and um, and that you did a great job answering them
2: yeah that's awesome well i
1: appreciate you very much joining us uh, i hope we'll be able to have you back at some point in the near future and everybody make sure that you check out uh the Demex campaign on omniflex tv which will be going live on january 23rd uh just a f- short nine days away from now and you'll be able to earn some switchio tokens make sure you grab some or some switch tokens and make sure you grab some of those before the value uh goes through the roof when um and the, you said the inflation has almost run out on the token right
2: yeah Yeah, so um if you are worried about those tokens where there's still a lot of inflation uh, i i think for suture you can take a look at our tokenomics we are almost out of inflationary um basic inflation so you don't have to worry too much about that and
1: who are the like the primary holders do you do you know who they are or is it uh is it well distributed it's the
2: community so the team doesn't even hold much of the tokens left it, the community owns the far majority of the tokens so you know uh, we are a properly community governed chain yeah, it
1: looks like there's about 500,000 uh or 500 million rather tokens uh remaining the available supply 1.7 billion out of a total supply of 2.2 2 billion so uh we are definitely far from the uh, all-time high of of the token right now so 96% Below the all time high, and there's quite a bit of room to run, it looks like.
2: Yeah, so uh, our liquidity is actually rather thin. Uh, if someone were to just market order 30K right now, I think it would send the price up about 30%. Um, hopefully, with the launch of our liquid stake Swift in this quarter, so that's another alpha, we're launching liquid stake Swift, uh, that will increase the liquidity on our order books. Um, it's, it's a good problem in a sense that the reason why our order books are thin is because more than 70% of all Swift is staked. So if they are staked, we can't provide liquidity on the order book on the Swift token. So that's why the liquidity well, that, is thin, but with the. Sorry, no, that, that
1: actually brings me to something that I wanted to ask you about. Um, I'm glad I have a chance to, before we go here, um, the, when you stake switchio, you don't just get switchio back. Uh, you guys, uh, actually give. Uh, a distribution of a wide range of tokens uh, in exchange for staking the token. And that's actually something that we'll be doing at OmniFlix when we launch our token, will be uh, any any token that's accepted on the marketplace, you'll earn that as well as Flix tokens for staking Flix. So that's kind of what you guys uh, do as well, is, is that correct?
2: Yeah, so uh, we are a real yield chain. And what happens whenever any trade gets done whether it's on the money market or on the um, spot or perp side, um, all uh, all trades, all transactions have a small percent that goes back to SWIFT stakers in the currency that was being used. So that's why if you stake SWIFT, you're going to get all kinds of currency. uh, And in the future, uh, we're going to have an easy way where you can just turn all of that into any currency that you want. So if you just want to keep accumulating USDC, um you can set that and when you collect all of the fees from all the different tokens it's just it's just one click away to converting all of them into usdc so that's going to be really uh, convenient for for users who just want real yield in usdc or whether it's in ethereum that's also doable
1: that's, awesome. that's going to be a big uh i think that'll be a big hit um yeah, so thank you. I think I asked you all everything that I had for today, um, but I really hope that you'll come back and share the progress with us uh, at some point in the near future. And uh wish you guys the best of luck and look forward to working with you on this next campaign and hopefully many more to come.
2: Yeah, same here. Thanks so much for having me. And we look forward on launching our campaign with you as well. And hopefully everyone have a good time um, participating in the campaign and winning some Swift tokens. Absolutely.
1: Hopefully. And we really thank you for joining us and spending the you know your early morning with us and waking up early today uh, means a lot. So thank you for being in the spotlight.
2: Yeah, once again, thanks for having me. Look forward to getting to know everyone better as Thank well. you. Have
1: a great rest of your day. Thanks, All right, you Thank you, everybody, for joining us been In the Spotlight with Omniflix Network, and we are signing off. Thank you. Love you all. Have a great rest of your weekend.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was In the Spotlight from Omniflix Network, hosted by Chev. Shining the Spotlight on Fish Market Academy. Recorded on Saturday, January 14th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to teraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark, IBC enabled. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards Who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked Feels like I've been getting my masters Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive Raise up the bar before I fly right past it I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket Oh man, shit, put the lotion on its skin Then put that shit back in the damn basket Like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as safe and take the rest and turn them into free bait. Upgrade the feeling supply the free base looking all professional tools in the briefcase running on empty from gassing up my teammates first one down let me know how that sleep tastes now places the lotion in the bathroom And impossible defended the from ended to demonstrable The mission isn't even worried about the clearance Running interference till our enemies fear us We're only one disappearance away from a bad day Everybody trying to save face on the last day Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me A mix between blasphemy and Tuck Everlasting Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy Trying to get through another day full of savagery Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall All hands on deck waiting for a next haul. i need the rest got big plans to eat jet so feed the grass and keep off the clean necks i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make influences how they draw conclusions find patterns and information. And in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong. Uh, how an individual can be led astray through certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. Timber Spaces